Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is an AFL podcast, round 19, all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the weekend past, or week past? Um, well, just a bit of entertainment from the Formula One round weekend, but on track, obviously, Lewis won again, and yeah, won fair and square this time. It was a pretty boring race, but I love off track. Um, so, uh, Toro Rosso have got a designer their chief designer he's a pretty talented fella and uh, they're hoping that he'd move up to red bull and replace their designer once he retires uh, mclaren have come in and decided they're gonna try and swoop on him and off you know try to get into talks to uh to get his services from from next year onwards and um turns out they jumped the gun a little bit did a bit of maybe took a page out of donald trump's book announced him early tweeted out that it was confirmed while they're still in negotiations so uh, Red Bull have gone, well, actually, his contract is with 2020, so you can have him after that. <laughs> so they've they've hired a new staff member and effectively forced him to sit on the bench for a year and a half before they can wow. actually employ him. Gardening leave. Yeah, this is from the same team that also, to reward their mechanics for doing a great job working 24-7 on a car, seven days a week. That's uh, part of 24-7, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, gave him a Fredo Frog. That was their reward, Fredo Frogs. Lovely. Yeah, that's a way to increase the morale. Like yep. the strawberry one or just the regular? I just probably just chocolate, you know what I mean? Because right. you can't mix and match when you buy the bag, so, you know, got to save money. I feel like you should be able to. I feel like Fredo Frogs have missed a trick there. I mean, you can. It's called yeah. stealing. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, as the only one with kids that are old enough to eat Fredo. Oh, no, no, obviously yours are. Yeah, they do sell mix and match bags, but anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Besides the fucking point. Yeah. Um, Do you mix them with caramel koalas as well? Yeah, usually. Yeah. Especially in the fundraiser packs. I only found out the other day that um, Birdie Beetles are uh, off-cut Violet Crumbles. Really? Yeah. I actually did not know that. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I, I've never seen them anywhere except for the show. Yeah, well, that's, that's the only place they're I'm produced pretty, now. I'm pretty sure that uh, somebody you know, back in the early 80s um, accidentally put a, an extra zero on the production line for Birdie Beetles. That's why they don't actually make them anymore, but they are sitting in a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> and they just one truckload every show. Yeah. That's it. Pretty much shows. I don't know how I came across it, but yeah, they only make them for the shows and the show bags now. But yeah, they're the offcuts of... To be fair, couple. there'd be a fair margin on them because if you only sell them at the show, well, a show bag's about 50 bucks for about <laughs> yeah. three bucks worth of chocolate. Yeah. I haven't been to the show since I was 17. No. Uh, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a risk taker, but the show's just too much risk to take yeah. for me. I've got two kidneys. I want to keep it that way. Yeah. yeah. And uh, do, and do you remember going back to Broken Hill? There was once where apparently the show was heavily unionized. There's a big yeah. show union. Um, once the Broken Hill show went off union. Yeah. So anybody yeah. that had union ties, obviously, was not going. So they had three rides for the yep. entire show. It was great. I do remember that, that year, actually. Anyway. Josh, you got a highlight of the week past. Yeah, I think, um, was it uh, Sun Tzu that said all war is based on deception? Sure. Uh, yeah, we're on with that. that. Um, I think you can go a bit too far sometimes. Um, I was reading a, a nice little article on uh, the Cairo Zoo. Now, I, I don't really know much about the Cairo Zoo. Yeah, but just I, refresh me on that one. Yeah, well, I, I do know... It's a zoo in Cairo. <laughs> I do know there's a difference, uh, right. though... I thought it was like a like a ancient Chinese general or no, something. No, no, zoo. No. We started with Sun Tzu. Now, it's, it's literally a zoo, a place where you go to see animals. Right, okay. I'm leading into this. Um, but I, I'm not a zoologist by any means, but I can tell a donkey. All I'm saying is you can tell that you're a Benny Brown fan because the run-up's there. <laughs> the delivery might go shorter. So here we go. But uh, I can tell a donkey from a zebra, yeah? Oh, I'm going to yeah, say, uh, unless you paint as donkey. I've never seen them side by side, but I reckon I could. And I reckon if uh, if you saw a donkey that had been painted, it'd probably feel like maybe you're being ripped off. But this is what's happened in the Cairo Zoo. They've got a, a white donkey 
painted some black stripes on him right. and gone, there you fucking go. Now, look, again, no zoologist. I'm just going to assume that Cairo Zoo's going broke because they're pretty close. Well, they're on continental Africa. Yep. So I imagine all they have to do is sort of open the gates for a bit and wait until a zebra wanders on by and then close them. So to get a donkey and paint it, it they must be going broke. Which means that at some stage, whoever the head zoo keeper is has gone to his mate Muhammad. Um, is it racist to say Muhammad? I don't know. I'm just assuming. No. Uh, he's like, you know, Muhammad, I need let's, you to paint this donkey. Let's make it less. Let's say Jafar. Jafar. How much Jafar? Aladdin. Oh, thank yeah. you, Mr. Aladdin. Yeah, I've got Aladdin. Yep. <laughs> it's Jafar. The next one's going to be Genie. So. <laughs> Jasmine. But it's somehow, like, just, just imagine that's your day. You've turned up to work and, you know, he's like, Jafar, I need you to paint this donkey with stripes. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like what would it. your response I like be? it another way where they've had a crisis meeting, like, guys, we're fucked up. Like, everything's dying. We've got no fucking animals. And someone's gone, I can paint a donkey. And they've gone, well, you know what? We're fucking desperate. Let's fucking give it a go, champ. I think the other option was, I've got this suit. Uh, I'll be the back, you be the front. It's like, <laughs> I think we'll go with uh, with Jafar's idea. Right, plan A, but we're not putting plan B off yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, Keep it handy. Maybe it was just a, a mix-up or something. He actually wanted a portrait of the of the donkey. And, uh, <laughs> paint, the, paint the donkey. <laughs> paint the donkey. Paint the donkey. All right, and- you asked. I mean, the good news is, all there's a greyhound, and I can see a bright future for the Tasmanian tiger. Is <laughs> <laughs> that oh, you paint the donkey in black and white? Must want a zebra. <laughs> Fuck it. I gotta say, I just want to see when they uh, glue six donkeys together and call it an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, where's the trunk coming from? <laughs> but just put yourself in that shoe. Like you've turned up to work, and it's like. Muhammad, uh, you know, Jafar, sorry. Sorry, you look a lot like Muhammad. I don't want to be a racist. Jafar, can you call Muhammad in? I'm calling the unions what I'm doing. This is fucking racist. Can, Jafar, can you please paint this donkey? Uh, I don't have any anesthetic or anything because we're fucking broke. Here's a paintbrush. Go for it. Like, what would you say? Uh... Uh, yes, boss. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I need a fucking job. <laughs> but you'd have to be thinking, this is not how I expected my day to turn out. <laughs> no, I mean, half the workers come from Africa anyway, aren't they? They held there against their wheels. So well, maybe... Like, maybe, maybe with anyone that knew. I saw the photos of this shit, and I reckon they can't have come from Africa. Because if they've seen a zebra in real life, <laughs> or even in a photo, they'd have to know that uh, throwing some stripes around the joint Occasionally a bit of a curlic thing, so they've added a bit of uh, tribal tattoo. <laughs> a bit of Dali to it. <laughs> so this is a bit of a slut zebra. It's got a tramp stamp. Um, I, I reckon they've probably gone off script. Let's be honest, that, that, that donkey could have been a slut um, unbeknownst to uh, itself. It could have been passed around a while. Well, maybe be. that's it. They're kind of a little bit, uh, bit, bit dry, so to speak, and they've still got that uh, pantomime suit, and they're like, All right, add a tramp stamp to the donkey, lads. It, it's looking pretty good now, isn't it? Yeah. Let's get on it. I think it gave it away when, you know, they usually have don't touch the animals. So I said, don't touch the animals, wet paint. <laughs> gave it away a bit. Um, my highlight of the week was uh, AFL related. I-, I love all the talk that's going on about the rule changes. Yep. And they're talking about, you know, we might trial them um, during uh, dead rubbers. Um, and there's been feedback quite uh, strongly on both sides. Um, I just think they're not going far enough. I think they need to introduce rule changes post haste. And. Yep. Don't tell the players. Well, like, that's, this is called the MRP, isn't it? I, I feel like this <laughs> has happened bit. already. Um, don't tell the players and spin a wheel. There's fan engagement. <laughs> okay, we got zones this quarter, you know, <laughs> and do it every game. Do it in the grand final. You know, mix it up. Um, change the ball. Make it round for one quarter. Well, like Formula E, you could have fan boost, except they'd have half of Etihad Stadium is fans, and then whoever gets on the app and tweets in, that's who gets the five goal breeze. 
Yeah, or just take it a step further. We're going to have real life esports. Just Rocket League at half time. Remote, remote controlled cars, a big big ball. Why, why remote go. controlled? It would be if your team has a car sponsor, you must drive that car. So I'd there love to see the Mazda <laughs> CX nine versus the uh, what are the the, the Jeep. Um, yeah. and they can do the boundary races, but get a fucking car out there to do it. And that means you and know, just put a soccer. Oh, you don't need a soccer ball because um, they do the other um, the big inflatables that they have the people running in. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have that in the middle, car at each end, where you go. And the ump's in the middle of the ball. I, I can put whoever you like in the middle of the ball. I don't care. Ladbroke's going to have a field day with this. Yeah. Yeah, this sounds a lot like Hogan's Heroes all over again. Yeah. Um, I, I like to see, you know, the, the Holdens of uh, Collingwood versus the Audis of Hawthorne. That'd be a good one. Kia's yeah. have got uh, Essendon up against the Renault of uh, Port, Port Adelaide. Uh, didn't, uh, didn't Essendon drop Kia? Oh, I don't fucking know, but yeah, let I'm it go. Sure they did. Um, but anyway, I think there needs to be more of it, yeah. more experimenting. Just don't t- don't even tell the players; let them figure it out for themselves. <laughs> it's a bit like gladi- gladiator rules, where you yeah. just come out and then you got to figure it out. Figure it out. Anyway, Takeshi's castle style. <laughs> um, all right, so let's have a look at the results from uh, round nineteen. We started off on Friday night. Um, I'm going to say with one of the biggest knee jerk reaction <laughs> feedback um, in this one because everyone's uh, written off the swans. They're cooked. They're, they're done. done. Um, we talked about the state of the media last week. I mean, come on, settle down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a great win by Essendon. I am concerned in that we started this to be dickheads and we're the voice of reason <laughs> at the moment. We're, how? how We've been out dickhead. Well, even the onion's done now because it can't compete with reality. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe we've been onioned. The Batuta advocate is kind of like, I guess we're serious journos now. Well, I mean, like, they've got the same standards. They just didn't know it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, for Essendon, I, I did like um, uh, the game that Hurley had. Now, Buddy kicked a couple, um, but they were in a short burst, and one of them, I reckon, was a free kick. Yeah. But the reception that Hurley got from his own fans every time he won a one-on-one was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Oh, he's absolutely quality. Yeah, he had a great game. Well, he's been one of the best players that sort of has held them together for a while. I mean, people point well, to, to Goddard, but I think Hurley's probably... Well, Hurley, Hurley was getting dropped earlier on in the year. Yeah. Um, and I think he actually pulled up uh, Paul Ruse, who yeah, said that he Hurley couldn't mind a baby in a pram or something like that at yeah. the start of the year. Yeah. Um, he, he gave uh, Buddy better than he's got for this year. And Devin Smith, um, he was, how long was he injured for when he came out of Juderest? Was he injured when uh, they picked him up from Juderest? No, I think he was just in poor form like the rest of the team. Right. I thought he's, he's pulled up his work rate a fair bit, kicked a couple of goals, probably should have one more. Yeah, he's had uh, goal of the year and... Um, uh, nomination and a mark of the year nomination and he's yeah. going for great guns yeah it's just too bad his goal of the year got succeed we, we'll get week. to that yeah yeah yep. it's uh, it's done there poor bastard um making friends and influencing people zach jones had a great game yeah. hadn't he um it's given uh old Merit, zach Merritt a, a little tap on the chin well yeah. the one two on the chin to start with and well, literally to start with yeah just, to uh, start with, <laughs> before the first bounce yeah, before the bounce um got a little fine which i thought was fair enough to be honest because yeah. he didn't really hit him that hard um, but uh, and Zach Merritt, you know, played it up, but he did get hit in the face. Yeah, and then the big bump uh, later on, doubled down on it. Yeah, I think it was on Langford. I'm not sure um, where he, he get, gets a week or two for that. So that's fair enough. Yeah, we're doing this on Monday, so we don't know the results of any tribunal activities. Yet, do no, we? he's not appealing it. He's, he's right. accepted the two weeks. Yeah, that was fair enough. Um, the bump, yeah. I mean, I can see why he'd bump in that situation. It's just obviously the wrong. Hang on, no, it was, is that no? It was very wrong. Yeah, was that the right one? He knocked out. 
No, no. You, I think you're thinking of uh, Young D who went to hospital. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That wasn't a bump. That was in a marking contest. We really uh, are like the mainstream media. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Good call. <laughs> Good call, Lingy. <laughs> Thanks, Lingy. Say that again. Um, Orazio is uh, back to form as well. Um, and the Essendon forward line looks so much more dangerous with him out there. See who they compete him for, for these uh, bottom spots of the top eight. Who have they got? It's an absolute logjam. Um, North, Hawthorne, and Essendon are the main ones. And Geelong. But they could be anywhere. Oh, and GWS are in there, but they've got a, uh, a draw, so... Yeah, um, they've got a little advantage there. Adelaide's still two games out, so that makes it difficult for two them. Two games in percentage. Yeah, because so, there's a lot of big percentages in the eight this year. So it's pretty much six down to eleven that are going to be fighting for spots. Well, that's really. it. I mean, in this game, uh, the Swans started the round in fourth and ended up in ninth. That's a fairly big drop for this late in the season. Yeah. But that's how tight it is at those last couple of spots in the eight. Yeah, if they win by enough next week, they could uh, bump up to fourth, I think. But uh, go back to where they were. Yeah, it's 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 freaky. It's good. It's good. It gives a lot of interest in the final four games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Essendon have really turned themselves around. They were a Barca case at the start of the year. Um, but now, you know, this is the team that lost to Carlton. It was uh, a great shutout by Sydney, though, I thought. Shutout? Yeah, with uh, BT. Oh, I uh, like that. Was that yeah. Sydney, was it? I thought that was Essendon. Sorry. That was Sydney again. Um, uh, good. So, yeah, I don't mind roaming BT for an idea. But I think when I it's... Find it fucking annoying. When it's used all the time, it gets a bit... If he, but the, when you when you think of all the different things that commentators do, it's not the worst. It's not yeah, the best. But I'll grant that, you that. That's a fucking low bar. Let's though. try to think yeah. of the best because there's not a whole lot of it. <laughs> no. um, Maybe I should stop that. I should focus on what is the best thing we can do. Yeah, just no, not, not focus the worst. on the game. Let the yeah. game uh, be itself and then augment it rather than trying to supersede it. Well, that's two weeks in a row that uh, BT's been knocked back because uh, Toby Nankervis gave him the stink eye last week. <laughs> he did too. Yeah. Did not want to talk to him at all. Um, which leads us on to the absolute blockbuster that was Richmond and Collingwood. Um, great to see a lineup at the MCC at ten thirty in the morning. Yeah, I love seeing miserable members. It's a nice <laughs> fucking day, to be honest. Uh, there's been one of those times where you're tempted to go in there and pelt them with a few water bottles because you know they're not going to get out of line. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come over here, you Chardonnay sniffing cunts. So I do wonder about that sometimes. Like joining Call the it MCC, microterrorism. You've got a 30-year wait or whatever it is, and then you've got to wait even longer to get in the match. I reckon yeah. it's not worth it. Not then you to watch the game with those old cunts. Stuff. Fuck exactly. that. I mean, if you want to watch the cricket, yeah. But who the fuck joins the MCC to watch cricket? And who does? Who wants to be amongst the members? You get amongst the crowd. That's yeah. where it's at. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm traditional. Yeah. I but say, you say that, but I've got no problem sitting in the crowd with my headphones in, not talking to no fucker. This is true, but yep. it's only if I'm uh, impartial. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't drink. Race. The MCC yeah. is heavy. That's, that's about the only benefit as far as I can see. Yeah, that's a fair call. Although yeah. you can't drink in your seat, I don't think. Can't drink in... Whose seat you got to sit in? <laughs> <laughs> Random person. They play that um, musical chairs sort of game. Uh, so you got to mention some kind of standing up getting hammered. That can't be fun. Tigers by 28 points, but I don't think that tells the story of this game. No. Um, how impressive were Collingwood? They were, they were impressive and unimpressive at the same time. Like, uh, they, they were, it's amazing how much they could hold it together with the debilitating team, but yep. then players like Stillbottom, uh, Sidebottom, side bottom, can get a, a shit ton of possessions and waste pretty much all of them. There, there was... We're now um, un, you know, unimpressive, and yet they still hung around because the other kids came through. Well, there was a stage there, because uh, we were watching this one together, um, where Sidebottom had 20-odd touches, and I, and I even said to you, like, two minutes earlier than they announced that he had 20-odd touches, yeah. geez, he's been quiet today. Yeah. You did not notice it, because every time he touched the ball, he had three blokes bloody tackling him. Yeah. Is that uh, the true measure of Ablett-esque? When mm. they get all those touches, you don't even notice them? 
uh, no, it was because they were all under pressure. Um, touches. Yeah. It wasn't like he was having a bad game. He was getting the ball. Um, he's just bloody two blokes on his hammer every time he did. Yeah, and they worked hard to get back into the game in that second quarter and yeah. put it on their terms, which they did. Uh, they always had first use of it out of the middle, obviously with a bit of a ruck advantage. And just, um, I don't know, it seemed like they had the best of uh, stoppages. But um, yeah, just fell down with numbers um, um, peeing on the bench, actually. Scharenberg did his ACL. Yeah, yeah, that's no good. With the, the ruck advantage, how good was Grundy? Oh, he was fantastic, like, uh, yeah. 23 posies, but you know, most of them in handballs, but you expect that. But to throw in 10 tackles as well, along with dominating hitouts. Fuck, he's having a blinder. Yeah, a lot of times they had more space than what they probably uh, anticipated. Just with um, a little bit, yeah. With uh, Pendlebury having a, a good game as well. Um, also, Hoskins Elliott did his hamstring and everything else in the in the bees. No, El- Elliot. Elliot, Elliot no, was it? Just Elliot. Just Elliot. Not Hoskin oh, Elliot. I, I, right, right. Hoskin Elliot played this game right. and played an absolute blinder again. He's having yep. a great season. But yeah, Jamie Elliot um, tore his hamstring. I think he was only two games back yeah. um, yep. from doing it again. So you got him um, doing his hammy. You got uh, Scharenberg um, tearing his knee apart again. He was, yep. he was also having a good year. And Jeremy Howe copping a knee to the scone like I haven't seen in the UFC for years. Yeah, that's a beautiful flying um, knee. Poor old Darcy Moore. Um, Purely accidental, but uh, for them to lose two players, two key backmen um, yep. during the game, and still be within striking distance at three quarter time really says mm-hmm. a lot about Collingwood. I was amazed. Yeah, and they didn't didn't um, sort of give up. If it makes sense, like even mm. <clears throat> even the backline when they're getting hammered for a, a fair while. Um, Dusty Moore, I thought, had made some mistakes, but I thought he played good, presented himself well, okay. and uh, put himself in positions where he was going to be effective. Yep. Sometimes it doesn't fall his way, but you know he's still only pretty young, so. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was very impressive. Up, up for contract again this year too, so yep. good moves. Well, they smashed him in possession too. Because look at um, the top six uh, possession getters, all Collingwood. Yeah, yeah. Like considerably, the top for um, uh, Richmond was Edwards with 22 and Ellis with the same. But uh, side bottom, 38. Pendlebury, 37. Phillips, 33. Adams. Adams is having uh, career best four at the moment. Yeah. How is he going? Um, but they've had... So many young players step up, and that's brilliant for their future. But unfortunately, they've proven to be fragile. I'm going to say they're just falling like flies. It's, yeah, and it's well, if it was anybody else, it'd be a shame. Yep, <laughs> kind of. Uh, Mason Cox was dangerous up forward too. Kicked, yeah, kicked a couple of nice goals. I feel like they had a very good rotation through their ruck with yeah. Horsey and Richmond. You have to cover tall men across yeah. the ground, so it sort of forces your hands. Where you know who you're going to put him on. I thought Asprey did well playing a bit more forward and Grimes yeah. having that big chase down down yeah. the wing. Oh, geez, Grimes. I didn't know he had that pace on him. Neither did I. No, yeah. but he's yeah. pretty aerodynamic, that fella. Yeah. Much to him. Caught uh, Stevens, it was. Yeah, yeah. It looked it was, like he was, was going to get home. away. Yeah. Also, uh, short kicking the, the long goals. Oh, two uh, in a row. Yeah. How did he not pick him up? <sighs> like, really? That's weird. I'm pretty sure it was, oh, I can't remember who it was running from, it might have been Howe running from centre-half back, trying to chase him down just to get on the on the man. And yeah, no, too late. Too <laughs> just late. hand up, handball yeah. off again. But the, the second one, though, you can see, I, I can't remember who handballed it to him. Um, I think it was the first was gamer. Was yeah. The little fellow with the mullet. Baker? Baker. Um, he was sitting there having a chat to him. He goes, mate, I'm going to handball this to you. He goes, yeah, yeah I'll have a shot. Why don't yeah. you handball it to me? All right. You going to kick it now or do you want to do it later? No, yeah. let's do it now. All right. Here you go. I, I thought rock, paper, scissoring for it was a bit uh, bit sneaky. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. Dark, just dumb. It was just absolutely dumb. Almost as dumb as it happened on Friday night as well where Ollie uh, Florent went, oh, somebody got him. I'm going to go off. I'm like, mate, <laughs> no, no. You got him. You go off later. Anyway, um, uh, I thought uh, also with uh, Dusty Martin, um, 
his uh, kicking was a little bit off. But the good thing is, when he is a little bit off, you know, just send him forward, yeah. kick to him in a one-on-one. Yeah. Um, what do you end up with four? I think you got three. Yeah, but three-one. He was been having have the best of around the ball for a long time, uh, getting yeah. put off his game. Uh, so it's good that they can always find a way to be effective and also exactly. that other people can fill in those roles as well. If you're having a quiet game and you're kicking three goals, you've done it right. Yeah, yeah. And even Baker, I thought, was a good first game. It didn't look intimidated. Yeah. Uh, it looked like he had a lot of fun out there. Um, and we're not even going to bother arguing about uh, Higgins's goal because it's oh, a fucking goal yeah. all day, every yeah. day. Besides that, though, 14 contested possessions for him. And then to do that, it's just... you. That is one of those things where it's almost better to be stupid, to think, yep. fuck it, I'll give this a go. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't even think he thought about it. I think it was just pure instinct. He's gone, yeah. I'm going to keep this in while well, I'm yep. going to kick it now. Fuck it, it might work. Yep. <laughs> I, I got no problem with it, and I don't want to talk to anybody that thinks it's not a goal. I, I think, though, AFL is unique in that we have that, yeah, but it looks cool rule. Yeah. So, yep, hands are in the back. But yeah. Gary Ablett's taken a yeah. screamer, and that looks pretty fucking awesome. So yeah. that's a mark. Well, well, Ablett wasn't in the back. He didn't hold his. Kappa was in the back whenever yeah. he did his. But Jeselenko yeah. was in the back for his famous oh, one too. But God, no, he wasn't. No, no God, I'm running with that. It was all leap. Um, but it's yeah, fuck it, it's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's the rule. Um, all right, we'll move on to the Geelong Cats versus the Brisbane Lions. The Lions took it up from to them for a little bit, but uh, I'll tell you what has come out of uh, Geelong recently is Benny Brown's not a lock for all Australian full forward. Yeah. Anymore. Big no, Tomahawk, back-to-back sevens. That is pretty big effort from, mm. from the Hawk. But, I mean, with Brisbane, who's really going to be on him? Well, Harris Andrews is having his first game back. Yeah. Um, Walker's Not been good options. for him as well. But, um, like I said, two weeks in a row for the big Tomahawk. This is almost career-best form for him. With the delivery he's getting, though, he should be getting at least four. Because you look at the... If you're a full forward and you've got choice between Selwood, Dangerfield, and uh, Ablett kicking to you... You could choose which hand you want to, yeah, uh, to land on. You should, but God damn, he, he's given them off too, and his field kicking hmm. uh, has improved unbelievable this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be fair, last year he would have probably kicked 3-5, but yeah. he's managed to slot 7-1. Um, so that's... It would have been 3-2 with a couple out in full. 14-1 the last two weeks. Yeah, that's a good effort. It's not bad at all. He's uh, catching up too. I think he's only about seven behind, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, one it's one week for him, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> And uh, Ablett, what do you have, 35, is that what he, you know, with 38? Yeah, 38. 38 posies, just a lazy little effort. Actually, five tackles too was impressive. <laughs> I think that might be career high. Yeah, <laughs> started to throw the arm around a few people. Yeah, good on him. Sometimes, you know, it can get cold down there. Yep, and Zach Tui backs up uh, a winning game with uh, another solid effort. Um, so they're starting to get some returns out of their sort of top-up players, yeah. I felt, with Geelong. And not that they really needed too many top-up, but it's good to see them firing. Yeah, and Parfit had a good game. Yeah. yeah. I think as good as it's been to see some Lions emerge too, uh, Beams is still a lock for their best and fairest. He, he's he's unbelievable yeah. when he's on. Yeah. yeah, He's had a good year without yeah. a doubt. I, I do hope he stays down there, just for their sake. Up there, yeah. Up there, whatever. Yeah, well, I don't think he's going anywhere. He, he moved up there um, you know, from Collingwood, so yeah. he's quite settled. I know he moved up there for his old man who's now passed away, but um, I, I think he's very settled. Yeah, I can't see him leaving. Well, there'll be there'll be numbers in front of him whenever he wants them to be. Yeah, if he wanted but to. But I, uh, I do hope he stays, just because he's a franchise player. Now. Say, now is not the time to leave Brisbane. No, no, if, looking if, good. If you've been there through the, you know, back to back wooden spoons. Yeah. Now that they're on the up, you might hang around for a little bit longer. So I think all the credit has to go to Luke Hodge, doesn't it? The turnaround. <laughs> he's the on-field captain, on-field uh, coach. Sorry. On-field coach plus the off-field coach has done it right too. Yeah, I, I reckon. Yeah, I feel like the horse can take a bit of. He might, glory in this one. He might have to retire quicker. 
than planned because uh, if he's trying to get back to Clarkson to join his coaching thing, Mitchell's beat him there already. So. What do you mean retire yeah. quicker than planned? He's already retired <laughs> once. <laughs> this, whatever he retires is not quicker than planned. <laughs> we might have to do it before the end, end of the season is what I'm saying. If he wants to try and get back on Clarkson's board because uh, well, Mitchell's gone home. Well, it's, it's very funny with Mitchell because um, they haven't said why, but I was listening to the radio and somebody let it slip. Might have been Dean Cox, actually. Right. His missus doesn't like it over there. All right. So... He's done the right thing, come back. And Clarko sent him a text. He said, oh, Sammy, are you coming back for coaching? He goes, not now. Right. Not now, champ. <laughs> let, like- let me just finish the year off, then we can talk. Yeah, so he would have been on, what, maybe 300 a year? Let's well, just, uh, let's, as a coach? Let's make it up. I've got no it. idea what we'll, we'll assistant that. coaches get. Yeah, let's say it is. If I'm pulling in 300 a year, I could be on the fucking moon and my wife would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm working in uh, on Mars, sweetheart. You're pulling in 300K? I don't give a fuck. Just... I don't care if you're fucking penguins in the South Pole. Just bring that cash home. I'll figure out a way to work with it. Stay there. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that, you know, just being on, on the moon, I think your wife would be happy regardless yeah, of money. Full stop. <laughs> moon and nothing on the moon. Job Good. done. Fuck off. Well, I feel like if, if Mitchell and Hodge do come back to Victoria, this could really queue up the next season of the recruit. Instead of having it for like get it on a team, you get onto the Hawks oh, coaching co- list. Coaching list. Yeah, it could be interesting. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is 40. Yeah, the problem is you'll have uh, like uh, other head coaches applying. Yep, that, that's what we want to see. We want to see uh, R- Ross Lyons Ross Lyons come in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys, just here. It's like Loss Strap Ryan? yourself in. Strap yourself in. Okay, today we're doing attack. See you later, boys. Yep. <laughs> Done. Can, can you use it in a sentence? So shit, I thought this was yeah. a bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> um, Giants, Saints, Giants won. Yep. Uh, yeah, I feel like the Saints mean... You don't want to win at this point, really, do you? Uh, the Saints, do you really they want, want to win? show something. They yeah, need to show something. But you don't want to want to do some of the service. Well, by, I mean, well, they weren't out of it entirely, but I never felt the Giants were worried. They that, just kind of let, all right, you, you boys have blown your wad. It's, I don't feel now, like the Giants have ever been worried, ever. No. Like, any time of their careers. No. Um, they've done well in the last uh, five weeks when Jeremy Cameron's been suspended. Um, they've started to put some good footy together and notch a few. Kick um, more goals and points wins. has been the big turnaround, so that's concerning. I don't know. Do you blame Jeremy Cameron then? Oh, why not? Why not? Everyone needs a scapegoat. Um, they're North, still da- North Throwman offer. Get in there. They're still going to be dangerous when it comes final time. They don't are. That. They are. And this is, yeah. You, you just have to be hoping to win in GRS that you're no longer a proving ground for other teams' recruits. <laughs> well, they've held, they held <laughs> on to a lot of good ones. Yeah. But they've had so many to begin with. Yeah. Uh, they uh, Expat team would, yeah, probably rival Carlton's expat team at the moment. I'll, I'll take Carlton's. Yeah, I'll take Carlton's. Oh, go close. Well, I mean, who, who are the Giants expats though? You, you've got uh, Hoskin Elliott. Yeah, he's done all right. Um, Devin Smith's done all right. Yeah, you got uh, uh, Taylor Adams. Adams was Adam Trelaw. Yeah, Trelaw. Uh-huh. Um, um, and. Yeah, uh, you're scraping the barrel. Jonathan Giles. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? But um, when you go to Carlton, you've got um, uh, Betts. <laughs> Betts, Kennedy, yeah. Jacobs. Yeah, Grigg. Grigg. Premiership Ruckman. I'll still take them. Um, yeah, not much more to say about this game. Uh, Sons and Carlton. Oh, my God. What the fuck happened? It turned into uh, a report fest, and Carlton strung together... God knows how many goals in a row. Seven or something. Crazy. Crazy times. I mean, when you're kicking five goals, 14, you can't expect to win shit, really. The Suns come off honest. the greatest win of their existence last week. This yep. might be the worst loss of their existence. Well, I think oh, it was no, the, there's, a, there's a few there. Yeah, but out of expectation. I mean, it could be the worst first half of footy I've seen in a while, except for the next game, which is uh, Bulldogs <laughs> and 
Well, or whenever that game's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up much yeah, later. Much well, later. They, they took a while to recover from Mad Monday. Yeah, I'm going to say, it, they did have Mad Monday after round 18, so maybe that's a bit of an excuse for it. Ah, oh, fuck it. Enjoy your wins. Like, yeah. if it costs you the next game, so be it. You're not going to win the flag, but uh, enjoy those those career-defining wins and get hung over for a You also both teams put it all on the line because Stevie May's been rubbed out, Charlie Curnow's been rubbed out, so yep. he's quite emotional in this game too, Stevie May. I think he was offended. Well, but he was offended they didn't offer him a job. Yeah, I feel like, like whether he would have gone or not, he still wanted to see some numbers in front of him. Jeez, might be a spiritual sensitive person. He could be. <laughs> <laughs> he has a soft side that we yeah. haven't seen before. Um, on to one of the better games of the round as well in uh, Adelaide Crows and Melbourne. Um, you've got to say, Melbourne had this um, in the bag at three-quarter time and then uh, obviously Adelaide come flying back once the rain started. Uh, I did like after the game, they interviewed one of the players. I said, oh, did memories of last week um, come to your mind? The players got, oh, no, you know, we just keep playing. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You all saw it. You all thought it. Um, and uh, if not for an errant... Eddie Betts kick, we were robbed of an absolute cracker over the last 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, and you almost uh, expect Melbourne to really put the foot in the throat in the last quarter. Usually Adelaide aren't yeah, that great, great of a come, coming back like that. Yeah. I think it's demoralised pretty easy. But yeah, I thought it was a big turning point for the Crows to band together. Um, obviously still a few injuries and still people was trying to get in some form. But yeah, it's still disappointing to see them. I mean, it's not disappointing for me to see them no, lose no. like that. But, disappointing for them. Yeah, for them to be able to lose a game like that when you come back, fought so hard in the last quarter. I just find it so hard to gauge Adelaide at the moment. Like, their list, pretty fucking good. They're just coming off a grand final appearance, obviously. Yeah, so they just play poorly. But it's uh, just they've had it's un- weird. They've had bad luck with injuries as well, but they, yeah. they play poorly. Um, I think some of it might have been, you know, last year they, they were skating through half the year, to be honest. Yeah. Because their systems were so good. Everyone was firing. Um, and they can't skate this year. Um, people have figured them out a little bit. You know, they've lost um, some of their drivers. Uh, as well, you know, uh, Rory Sloan hasn't played a full year. Yeah. Crouch hasn't played a full yeah. year, um, and obviously their forward line's been decimated as well with uh, Tex and Eddie not playing full year. So um, I think they've they've gone back to the all right. Let's see who else we've got in the shed. A few of them have come up a little bit short. Yeah, on Crouch though, thirty eight, uh, thirty two touches with eight tackles. Jeez, he's fucking flying. Yeah, like I said, he's a Scotty Thompson uh, remake. Yeah, I think he might end up being better. Yeah, well, he's got a long way to go. He's got to play 350-odd yeah, or something like that. So. It's true. Um, he's a younger lad. I thought uh, young Boccaccini had a, probably his best game in Crow's Colours. Um, sadly, he got reported for it, and I haven't seen the incident. And I don't think it must have been behind play or something like that. But, I didn't see that um, one either. He was, uh, he was a rock down back. Um, really used the ball well. Uh, it's good to see for the little red nut. Yeah, yeah. Um. They've had a few that have been fired. I mean, Greenwood's been one of their more consistent uh, The last players. month he has, yeah. He um, pops up for goals whenever he... something happen to Seedsman? Yeah, laid out. What happened? Laid out. Yeah. Oh, he played. So he's got three possessions, though. Yeah, kicked a goal. Yeah, laid out five minutes after the uh, game started. All right, cool. he was out. <laughs> That's how late it was. <laughs> Very laid out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it was, was an exciting finish, and, and really Crow shot himself in the foot. I mean... How often does Eddie Betts miss from the goal square? And exactly. He, I mean, I know it was wet, but... So that's his problem. He should have been on the fucking boundary. That's yeah, it. He should have been on the boundary would have nailed it. Without a doubt. Yeah. But 10-17. Like, even in bad conditions, that's poor football. Right. It was only bad conditions in the last quarter. Yeah, that that's poor football. Yeah. And poor kicking is poor football. Yep. Um, it's, there's seldom that I feel sorry for a team losing when they've kicked you know um, half as many goals as points. 
Yep. I, I like to see it, actually. Um, on to Sunday, North Melbourne and the Eagles. When you heard no Kennedy, no Shuey, you would have thought, well, oh, mate, I, I it makes was, you feel a lot fucking better. I thought this was a roughie. As soon as they said uh, Kennedy pulled up sore, I'm like, well, you know, that's that's it. And then Shuey's out. Nah, we're home. We are done. Down, down there, especially. Yeah. Um, but Shuey gives them such drive. But uh, I think... Uh, the stats ended up telling the tale. North just absolutely destroyed them in the contested possessions. Yeah, they were harder at the ball. I reckon um, Eagles are just too fucking cold. I'm like, fuck this. Can we just get to that and done with it? Oh, enough. Um, Majak um, was playing a great game uh, as well. Um, took God knows how many intercept marks down back. It, w- it was to the point that Eagles really had to kick where he wasn't. Yeah. Well, honestly, it, he didn't have a lot of direct impact, but he destroyed their A game. Yep. Like, by taking that long, long the boundary out. And he, let's uh, be fair, he's not the most footy-smart bloke running around the joint, but when you say, all right, stay 50 metres off the kicker and take a mark badge, yeah. he can he can remember that bit. Oh, so when it's, you don't don't worry about another player, just worry about the ball, you're doing all right. Yep. Doing all right. Because that, that um, change of rhythm for West Coast yeah. killed him. They... Yeah. They could not stick with their A game, and then their B game was to run through the middle. Oh, they didn't want to either, you know? Yeah, and it just it did not work. Even in the first quarter, I felt um, it was still close, but Eagles were, you know, getting their, not a lucky goal, but an opportunistic goal out the back where North were dominating possession. Yeah. What uh, seemed to happen to me was that North were playing a four-man forward line with the idea of opening it up and letting Ben Brown run at the ball. And West Coast just gone, fuck it, we'll just have our six back there and fill up the gap, which is fine. But when then, then when they <laughs> kick the ball back, yeah. it's like, yeah. well, I've got none to kick to. And they just turn it straight over. So North had one four, but they were killing the inside 50s, yeah. like more than double in that, uh, well, in the whole game, but especially in the first half. Yeah. A smarter coach would have said, this isn't fucking working. <laughs> Maybe we either man them up or we try and run the ball out. I know. But it, it just didn't work. I did feel like they gave up a little bit early. It was like they accepted their fate. You yep. know, uh, West Coast, um, far too early. But, you know, that's just from, from me watching. Yeah, but you lads at the start of the season, all this Ahern who? Yeah, that motherfucker. He fucking tore it up. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Ahern. We're, we're still Ahern <laughs> who, believe me. Um, 37 touches. He's done pretty fucking well there. Yeah. Yep, great. Uh, on to Brenton's favourite game of the round, uh, the Bulldogs in Port Adelaide at Ballarat. Yeah, what a what a treat for Ballarat that was, wasn't it? <laughs> I tell you what, lucky there's not much else going on in Ballarat. That's like, all I can say. Yeah, this like uh, this looked like a Ballarat game. Yeah, like, their ace. It, it did for it a while. It was a shit house. Port showing why they're going to be top of the table. I mean, this was a close game for most of it, not because uh, there was hard fought footy, because it was yeah. just luck football. Like you just get on the boot, smash yeah. it, try and try and get some sort of forward momentum. And uh, yeah, Port just managed to do it better. They managed to lock the ball in, especially around the center forward line. And, uh, Charlie Dixon. Yeah, Dixon's yep. really the, the, the difference there. Um, he provided a bit of a target, um, but uh, yeah, that was country footy. Yeah, it was mongrel punts. Let's hack it forward, see what happens. Yeah, Jackson Trengrove did do pretty good for the Bulldogs as well. Kicked a nice goal. Yeah, long range. Made himself known around the ground, which was good for him. Yeah, country footy, huh? No try, plenty of cunt. Exactly. Um, and finally, over in the West, uh, Frio and Hawthorne. Hawthorne by 10 goals. I'll be realistically, it should have been 100 points. This There was some dropped marks in the forward line that were just uncontested. It's not... Uh, I think Hawthorne have won the last two weeks by a lot, and they've been training runs that have developed bad habits. Yeah. So when we talk about the state of the media, there's I saw a couple of articles that, you know, Hawthorne in the race for a top four again. 
No, they weren't. <laughs> You're looking at the score line and not at the game. Uh, yep. It wasn't a good game. Um, there was a couple of players that were really, really good, and that's about it. Oh, it was yeah. good, good enough. Like uh, It's one of those ones where if you can pace yourself and come out with no injuries... You know, that, well, that's a win. That's about right. But, I mean, yeah. in, in the first 10 minutes of this game, there were eight goals kicked, yeah. it, which is very un like for starters, but uh, it, it was absolute cracking pace early on. Um, in the first three minutes, uh, Tom Mitchell had uh, two clearances, three kicks, two inside 50s for two goals. Uh, yeah. Two goals for the Hawks, mind you, yep. uh, not for himself, although he did kick two on the day. I think, what do you have, 40, 42 touches, two goals? Two, yeah. Yep. Not bad. Um, Jager Amira's uh, emerging again and Luke Bruce uh, kicks another lazy four but he yeah. should have kicked six should have and he's got to try and chase down the, Tom, Tommy Hawk now oh, is Tommy ahead? no yeah Tommy's ahead of uh, him and Benny Brown's ahead uh, again I think well, Bruce yeah. has got 44 or 45 goals yeah so yeah I think uh, Brown's got five on uh, Hawkins yeah. and I think uh, Hawkins has got another couple yeah and they got the Tigers next week oh, so there you go uh, yeah he's got exactly five on Hawkins and eight on Luke Bruce so there you go with with four rounds to go yep um, with rounds to go next not, week not decided yeah it's over <laughs> well, like I said, I just want to see Luke Bruce get uh, 50 goals, 100 tackles. So he, he only got four tackles in this game, so he needs to pick up in that area. So you should just water by it, handball the ball off, and then tackle. And tackle him, yeah. yep. I, I'd back him for it too. Um, all right, that's the end of round 19. Let's look forward to next weekend. I'm, Shit, round 20. Round God. 20. This is where it gets serious. Um, I can tell you what, I can't wait for the weather to turn a little bit better too. Yep. Well, by now... We're riding off a bunch of teams, yeah? Yeah, I think everyone... Uh, let me pull up the ladder. Uh, wherever Adelaide are, from them down. Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think they're four. Twelve. Uh, two two games twelve out, down. So, so I'm saying Essendon and North are still in it. Yeah. Just. Anyone that's a game out of the eight, I think, is in it. Yeah. Two games two, is too much. Two games yeah. and percentage. Was yeah. that Adelaide, Dockers, uh, who else? Uh, Bulldogs, Saints, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Carlton. So yep. 12th down, forget about it, 11th up. So there are three teams outside the eight, Swans, North and Essendon, yep. have all got a chance to make it into the eight. Well, the interest of keeping those other lads uh, interested, which is seven teams that are already written off, I um, thought we'd go through some of the uncontracted players or free agents. All right, let's start let's with Joe Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not going anywhere, let's be fucking honest. He's gone from Brisbane hey, to Adelaide. Hang on, not going anywhere. Uh, North Melbourne have offered him reportedly 700000 a year and Port Adelaide have gone, the fuck what? <laughs> yeah, Port Adelaide have told him, mate, we can't get near that. Yeah. So he's got a decision to make. It's an easy and, decision. Yeah, I'm honest. I'd be pretty surprised if that was legit, to be honest. Because I, it's it's one of those ones where you're like... I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, mate. I, what, what's <laughs> surprising about it? Yep. North Melbourne offering overs for a player? Where's the surprise? <laughs> well, the quality of the player. Still no surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, we even offered overs for a shit player. By all accounts... It's a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar decision for him. Wow! And he's very happy in Adelaide. He loves it. He's where he was born and, uh, and that. But tell you what, that's a tough call. Two fifty gets in. It's a tough call. And I like that North Melbourne have made the offer. Don't get me wrong. Yep. I, I I like all the offers they made the last couple of years. Um, they're not ones to die wondering. Well, they've. I, th- I think he's the least. Uh, attractive player of the offers they've made. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the first under a million offer, which is almost an insult if you're Pollock. <laughs> but if the other offers come off, then they can't afford him. Yeah, yeah. Um, be a nice problem to have, to be honest. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but uh, if you look at who who is on the uh, 
on the potential. Uh, Fazolo, he's not going anywhere. Fuck that. He won't get an offer either. No. I don't think he's played a game this year. Uh, Darcy Moore's out of contract. Now, he's the most yeah. interesting one to me because Collingwood have been looking to lock down so many players and Darcy Moore's an exciting player. Um, there were, he was linked to Sydney for yep. a lot of the year. Yeah. Um, but I think his manager came out and said he wants to stay. Yep. which really puts the ice on it a little bit. And I saw you know, some people online saying, oh, well, that's just a manager trying to drum up his price. I'm like, no, that's no. not how you drum up a yeah, price. That's no. not works. No, that's no. quite the opposite. You say North Melbourne are very interested. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> I've had talks. I was surprised at because I thought he looked like the kind of player that could do with a new uh, scenery. Yeah. Um, yep. But since he's come back and the last three weeks down back line, yep. he's looked damn solid. Well, he's had big assignments down back too, and he's proved yeah. that he, he's definitely got that potential there. So you can lock him down into a contract and be pretty confident that it's going to get better well, and better. You're right. He's had big assignments because they've run out of other people. Yeah. Um, and even last week against uh, Richmond, he, he held up his. Yeah, and Howe was out, and he still sort of managed yeah. to hold down the fort and really put them in a game that they probably had no business being in. So I'm saying he's going to stay, and I wouldn't have said that at the start of the year. Well, yeah, I, I don't think there's a better offer for him around there unless there's something going on behind the scenes um, that makes it worth his while to leave yeah I, I don't see it happening uh, but in terms of free agents Gold Coast Suns are the major name running around wow Lynch is gone isn't he has to be like, <laughs> considering yeah. he got injured isn't playing and isn't doing his rehab up in Gold Coast and that at least two clubs have openly admitted to meeting with him yeah yeah, yeah he definitely put out in one of those dates for yeah. sure yeah, yeah I, I, are you saying Collingwood or Richmond do you reckon I reckon Collingwood, um, but I reckon it goes Collingwood, Richmond, Hawthorne. I reckon that's the order. Yeah. Well, I think Collingwood would be so desperate for him because yeah. he takes Mark's six goals. Granted, Cox does that too. But if you've got options up forward, you're a better he, side. He makes any any forward line better. Yeah. Um, and, and any of those three teams would be a better team with him. I think that uh, Tom Lynch in the goal square for Collingwood next year makes them a premiership threat. Mm-hmm. Um, other one up there, Aaron Hall. Has been uh, linked. He's twenty-seven. Yeah, he's older than you thought. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, he'd be a handy pickup at the right price. His best games are a long way from his worst games, though. His yeah. best games, you know, he can get thirty-five touches and kick six goals, and I think yeah. he's done that more than once. Um, so there's a lot of up, upside there, but are his downsides um, <laughs> a result of playing in a shit team? I you don't know. honestly think they might be. It's hard to judge based on the team around him because yeah, he has it. to play a whole different goal. Uh, well, put, I said put, it's hard doesn't mean we're not gonna put it this way um, North have offered reportedly 700 for Pollack if they offered 700 for Hall what would you think at his age uh, it depends on how many years it was 700 for two years it's only Maybe? 27 yeah but you're gonna get three or four at good ones out of it I think it. our average age is 24 or something 25 yeah. um, I'm not convinced that he is uh 
Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. A franchise player. Like he's a... Well, clearly not. <laughs> he's a uh, depth player, more to me. Yeah, of course he is. So in that instance, I, I wouldn't go all hog for him, but if they said, oh, we picked him up for 300 grand a year, I'd be like, fuck, that's great. Yeah, I think anybody would fucking take that. Like, I'm, not, I'm not looking for a Ferrari, but if they gave me one for like, you know, 250 a month, no interest, I'm one. I might, I might think about it, yeah. yeah. Um, Stephen May has been linked to a few clubs, but he's contracted till the end of next year. and So not a free agent. Yeah, but he, he's, I can't see him going anywhere, even next year. Yep. Um, other than that, we've got, uh, where are we? Hawks got no free agents. That's, that's an odd sort of thing to happen. Uh, we've got a few people that are coming out of contract, though. Yeah, they just haven't qualified for free agency. There's actually a very good story in uh, one of the papers on the weekend with John O'Rourke, who was speaking very frank because um, he got a one-year deal this year, and yeah. he said, "You know, I thought my career was over because I'd never had a chance. You know, he had calf and hamstring injuries, and I think he's only played 14, 15 games or something like that right. after being a number two pick." Um, but it was really frank, you know. And I still don't know if he'll get a contract next year, but there's a few hangers-on that have had. You know, you've almost got a you know. Yeah. Um, that I think there might be a bit of a clearing out. Um, the big one, though, was uh, Tigers, because obviously it's hard with the premiership side that you want to keep attracting good talent, Yeah, but then you're mm. going to let go some talent too, because obviously you were the best side in the league. Yeah. Um, Shy Bolton, Jaden Short, and Jacob Townsend are all out of contract. Yeah. Pass, uh, take, take. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Jaden Short, uh, last weekend, shows that he's he's got a trick. Yeah. There is yeah. the, the good thing too. about being in such a strong period for the Tigers, and you know, let's face it, clear favourites for the flag yeah. this year. Um, they'll players, accept unders. They will take big unders. Yeah. Um, but you know, if, if you're going to throw big money, I, Townsend is is worth it. Short's worth even more. Yeah. Because mm. I think he's only 16 years old or something. He's, he's, yeah. Look, he looks, yeah, looks he like get kid. mum and dad's permission to get a tattoo. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But the problem is though, you don't want to take unders and then be the 23rd player on Grand Final day. No, you can win a VFL Premiership all you like. Uh, it ain't what you effort. I tell you what, if he's not injured though, he's not the twenty third player. No, that's fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Not at any it was side. Lloyd last year wasn't it? Played yep. an absolute blinder yeah. in the VFL. Yeah, yeah. So did um, Miles almost yep. hit the winning goal. Yeah, well, didn't almost kick it, but had a shot at it. Had a shot. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, I think Shy Bolton could see a move. Uh, apparently, he wants to go west. He's still a bit bit skinny on the frame there. He can't yeah. fit into the team. Yeah, he's. If Daniel Rioli wasn't there, he might have a chance. Yeah. I know he's played a couple yeah. of games this year, but yeah, he's, also, um, he's definitely got the talent there. And yeah, he's, he's got good talent, player, smart player, wrong a team, bit, a little bit skinny. Yeah, it's not too much competition for that sort of spot. But yeah, the, the word is that if if Richmond do manage to attract Lynch, uh, Townsend has surplus to requirements. Yeah, I mean he does play down back um, a little bit more, um, Townsend. But I think that back six at Richmond is pretty damn strong. But Townsend's yeah. got talent. Yeah, he's definitely mm. a good pinch hitter. Um, Look, if if Richmond didn't have room for him and they put him on the market, there'd be a lot of bites. Yeah. yeah. But it could be that they put him on the market, get something that can then get them Lynch. In uh, which case, could, could be. In it, which it, case, it, you'd say net profit. It, yeah, it could even be draft mm. picks or something like that um, to get him over the, over the line. Yeah, and then you, St. Kilda have Sam Gilbert. Uh, that'll be a pass. Yep. yep. <laughs> Who would you take from the, besides Gresham, anyone in the Saints that you'd, you'd take? In oh, a, yeah, yeah. At the, the right price. Yeah. Um, Membry? Like, of course. Weller, yeah. Weller. I take. Um, yeah, the, the, Stephen. Um, I mean, the captain, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's plenty there. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I take Jack. 
But uh, Sydney have uh, Jake Lloyd, McVeigh, and uh, Nick Newman. Um, no. McVeigh, McVeigh would take a free agent if it came with a coaching job. Yeah, and I think that's what I think. I think if you're, I think we've said this before, Carlton should be offering him money just to get him as an on-field coach. Yeah, but doesn't it say that he's got one-year coach contract? Any Sydney contract? Was it him I'm talking about? Well, um, there's been whispers that, that? you else? can't actually have that in a contract. Right, but yeah. there. Are, Words that it could be, you know, like a handshake deal. Yeah. Um, Nick Newman, you're not going to get any offers for, but no. uh, Jake Lloyd, Sydney will sign him up because he's had a, a really good month um, with them recently, and uh, especially when they've been on the slide a little bit, uh, he's got a lot of upside. Yeah, well, apparently he's knocked back uh, two contract offers from Sydney, so they're obviously pretty keen. Yeah. They're pretty keen on him, but he uh, he's obviously chasing some cash, or you know, or maybe he really, really wants to go somewhere else. Oh, half his luck. Uh, Gold Coast Suns are trying to throw big cash at him. Um, He's not that desperate. <laughs> but it's one of those ones where it's like, all right, I can go up there for three seasons and pull in a mil and a half. You know, maybe. Well, maybe. And obviously, Stewie Jew was spent a lot of time at the Swans, so he might yeah. have a relationship with him too. You don't yeah. know. Maybe he owes him money or something. Um, Scott Lysett, I think um, with Nick Nat's injuries, yep. so consecutively, you have to think, he's really... I don't want to say it, but he's almost one more knee recall away from not coming back. Knee reconstruction. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you mean Nick Nat there? Yeah, Nick Nat. Yeah. So Lysette becomes a required well, player. Well, Nick Nat's not playing next year. Um, yeah. So he yeah. is the number one ruckman for West Coast. Um, he might have been a little bit on the outer, but when Nick Nat went down, they just went, shit, we need him. Um, and I know there's offers coming for him. Uh, might have been uh, Port um, have, uh, have looked at him and another team that I can't quite remember. That the no. whispers were. Um, I think that you know the other big free agent out there is Andrew Gaff, of course. Yeah, well, not anymore. He's gone. Um, he signed on, did he? Uh, with North, yeah, for five bucks. <laughs> um, we're reporting that officially. So, Chai uh, Bednall, I can you can report that. Sam McClure too. Go nuts. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, West Coast, obviously, there's going to be a lot bigger money for Gaff um, than there is for Lysette, but Lysette is more crucial to them. Yep. Um, for their immediate future. Yeah, he's the a missing piece of a best twenty-two football team. Yeah, um, yeah I mean that's that's it. They'll they'll pay Lysette not what he's worth in the open market, but what he's worth to keep. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's Port Adelaide throwing cash at Lysette too, just to fuck up with West Coast. Yeah. But that's part of the game. Um, yeah, and the the Bulldogs have a few more as well with uh, Dalhouse, Libertore, Roughhead, and Wallace. So uh, I, I'd love, I'd, uh, if I was in the list department at uh, Hawthorne, I'd be giving Mitch Wallace a bit of a phone call. Yeah. I mean, Dowhouse is worth a shake that tree, see, see what you can get him. Yeah. Well, all of them said they love the team, which as a oh, premiership be player, part of the premiership players, the, yeah. the, only the second time in club oh, history. Hang on. Mitch Wallace might not be. I'm not sure if he's a premiership player. He, he might have missed out through injury. I could be wrong there, but uh, anyway. But either way, they all love the club. Exactly. Um, I, I can't see Jared Ruffhead going anywhere. No, especially since he's captain of Hawthorne. Uh, Jordan, oh, Jordan, Ru- Ruffhead, Jordan right? Ruffhead, though. Um, I could see him, you know, leaving in. Like he, I believe he wants to stay, but I can see um, Bulldogs cutting him loose. Well, he and, spent most of the season in the VFL. Yeah, exactly. But I think and, he does play more as depth. Yeah, when you're, what, I'm going to say, 27. Is he? <coughs> yes, getting right, on 27, 28. And you're playing most of your year in uh, VFL, yep. only getting in when injuries are getting bad. Um, it, I mean, the club's sending you a message, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. 
They want to upgrade, but uh, so, they still want to keep him on the hook just in case they get injuries. So. I, I could see him getting picked up as a delisted free agent. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I reckon, without a doubt, he'll be on the trade table. Um, if they get a good offer for him, they'll they'll jump at it. I think if, they, if they've managed to prize Libertori out of there, I still think he'd turn up to the Bulldogs just out of habit. Yeah, he, he could. Um, <laughs> With a habit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> If Lib is on the table, there's going to be a lot of people talking about culture and all that kind of stuff because he's just a weird unit. Yep. All right, is that the the end of your, your free agency list? Yep, so um, I think we've teed up a few. Um, yeah, Gaff's definitely going to North. I think we've established that now. Yeah. Um, all right, on to uh, round 20. Uh, Friday night blockbuster of the MCG, Tigers and the Cats. Um, I reckon, like we said, Tigers are clear favourites um, for the flag this year. There's not many teams, I'd say, have a chance against them at the MCG. Geelong might be one, but I'm, st- I'm still tipping Richmond, obviously, but... Geelong yeah. just might be one. They've always got a shake, I think. I think solely for the reason that they've got midfielders that can handle a close tackle and a lot of pressure. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, the best uh, achieving midfield, you'd have to say. Um, and, and now Rance v uh, Tomahawk looks like an absolute uh, marquee matchup. Yeah, yeah. I think it might end up being Rance and Asprey versus Tomahawk. Yeah. Well, They'll just drop him down in the middle there. And Grimes have always got that freedom to run forward now. So when Tomahawk goes up the ground, who's playing on him? If he's hovering around the centre, which he's been doing a little bit of lately, do you think uh, Rance goes all the way with him? Or does, no, I don't does think so. Rance hangs back? You're I think he stays yeah, back think and stays plays back. the intercept. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Because uh, Tomahawk, while he's a great mark and a long kick, he's not a great runner. No, he's he obviously is really strong one-on-one too. So yeah. if he's sitting in the goal square with Rance, uh, and just kick it to him, guys. Yeah. Uh, we want to see what happens. Well, and I think like if they, if Tom Hawkins is moving down the field, it's almost a win for the Tigers because they'd prefer... Yeah. Him not to be in the in the goal square, yeah. kick it on his head. What happens though if uh, if they move Selwood forward and Rance picks him up? Like the ball's there and they both <laughs> jump on the ground, synchronized diving. What happens? Yeah. Um, uh, so we got a tips, Richmond Tigers. I I want to see a good game, and I think it will be till half time, and I think Richmond will just blast them away. Yeah, best four quarters, fourth quarter side we've ever seen. Uh, Hawthorne and Essendon in the MCG on Saturday afternoon. Well, I have to say, whoever loses this, I think is going to struggle to. To finishing that, particularly if it's Essendon. I think Hawthorne, yeah. mathematically possible with their run home especially, but Essendon lose this uh, and they're done. So they are going to come out 100% desperate. I think the Hawks might get over the line here. I think they've, I don't know, they've got a way of just getting it done when they need to. Um, yeah, I think they can play a bit more mature game. Yeah, I think so. Though. The, the Hawks have not played well the last three weeks. They've won yeah. two mm. out of three and they lost to Brisbane, but... They haven't played well, um, but Burgoyne's back, and that always makes you feel more comfortable. Yeah, yeah and you've got Amir always doing what he does. And, uh, yeah, he's Tom having Mitchell. his career best year. Yeah. Um, Tom Mitchell's ridiculous. Uh, the Lions and North up at the Gabba. That's a tricky one, because the Lions, while they're not going to make finals, like, it's not even mathematically possible, they're still showing some good fight. They got run. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But I think this is the one where if, if Lions start strong, North are going to struggle to hold them back. But if North can... Sort of kick a get a quick three goals on the board in the from the opening bounce. I think the Lions will sort of be like, all right, you know, no one wants to get injured and miss Mad Monday. Yeah, Benny Brown needs a day out. I think. Um, yeah, he's been wanting one for a while, um, and this might be the one. I I don't think it'll happen against the Lions solely because the lower uh, tier teams tend to play him with a loose man in front, and it's easy to negate Ben Brown. But not and, not Brisbane though, because they've been attacking. Yeah, uh, and they, that's why they like to play attacking footy and try and put a score on the board. And that's the only reason I say Benny Brown's got a chance because you're right; they do try and go, "Oh my God, you know, here's the man leading the Coleman. Let's flood the back line," mm. you know. But uh, not Brisbane. 
Well, yeah, be- I think North could have the line here. I think North will win just because if they lose, then they're out of the, the finals race. And this is one they would have penciled in as a, a win. And they need to get it done. Um, particularly, you know, coming off, even though last week uh, against West Coast was a decent match with a bit of hunger, the week before it was fucking pitiful. So yeah. they're still smarting from that. And I dare say... Scott's probably still got a few blasts left in him. Out of all those sides we mentioned um, battling for the final spots in the eights, North have got the best run home. So it starts here, really, for them. Well, yeah. if they don't get it done here, they're not getting it done. Yeah. Uh, the showdown, Crows and Port. Um, never one to write off in, in these games, but if Port put a big win on, Crows are absolutely finished for the year. I've already written them off anyway. Yeah. But uh, they can make it a mathematical certainty, Port with a win. This is always going to be a good, good match uh, every time they play. I think yep. Port might just get over the line here. Um, I, I think that might just be because I want them to. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Else. I reckon Crow's in for an upset. Yeah, Port, they're fourth on the ladder, but haven't been playing well. Yeah, and I, I think Crow's would be. You know, this is our last stakes. They're going to throw everything at it. Yeah. Well, Port get a big win. They're sitting. They could be sitting second, um, which will set them up nicely for their tilt at the minor premiership. So, I'm on Port. Best of luck with that. Hey, well, uh, mate, you joke. Who'd you pick? Uh, Richmond. No, you try again. Yeah. <laughs> I know it wasn't Richmond. It was Sydney or Geelong, I can't remember. Uh, Adelaide, you had. Oh, did I? So you're well fucking off. Yeah. It, Brenton had Geelong. That's going to miss out. Um, Saints versus Bulldogs, that's going to be a barn burner, that one. Yep. It's, uh, this could have almost been a better game in the wet. <laughs> the <Saturday> <laughs> end, <so. laughs> Damn. I think the Saints, though. But you see, is this one of the games that could have been better if they had have trialled the uh, rule changes, like multi-ball? Yep, multi-ball. I'm all for it. That's the spirit, yeah. Yep. Just like with a, an air raid siren all of a sudden. <laughs> or they could hold the uh, the boundary line sprint during the match <laughs> with the players. I mean, it could, like the um, halftime sprint with actual players. I think that could be great. And coaches. Yeah, I don't see too many, either of his teams trying too much, though. No. <laughs> no, no not really in just the... Just get through the game. Yeah. Which is why I think the Saints. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think the Saints got it off the line. Oh, fuck. I'm going on the Bulldogs just because I think a few players want to up their ante for mm. contracts. Uh, Swans and Collingwood at the SCG um, Swans have played shocking the last couple of weeks and everyone's written yep. them off for pitiful reasons but goddamn Collingwood they can't have any more injuries no, surely exactly <laughs> yeah but Swans are at home uh, they've lost so many games which struggles for them <laughs> I think they've only lost one game away this year yeah all their other losses are at home yeah this is and they this seems like two teams have got every right to lose this game yeah and so I think uh, yeah maybe yeah, Sydney. I'm going to Sydney. I think they'll have more cattle on the park to get this job done. Uh, it's tough. Uh, the only reason I think uh, Collingwood are in it is because of Grundy. Yeah, uh, Grundy. Although um, Sinclair has had a good year. He has. He um, has, but Grundy's been spectacular. I I tell you what, Aaliyah Aaliyah on Mason Cox. Uh, it's going to be good. Yeah. Aaliyah's been great the last couple of weeks, uh, playing pretty much the same role as Badjack, you know, um, being that intercept mark across the halfback. Yeah. Um, but uh, when you've got a bloke who's 6'11", um, yep. putting his uh, his uh, mitts up, that's tough. That's tough to stop. Um, how on Buddy would be a, a good one as well. Yeah, it's how being cleared is yeah. coming uh, back. Looks yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, he'll do a fitness test on Thursday, yep. um, but he's up and about uh, right. and he's okay. So I think Collingwood. Um, but if not, this is, again, Collingwood could – go all the way down to 7th or 8th I think yeah. um, with a loss here but uh, no I'm picking Collingwood yeah I'm on Collingwood too I think it, I think it'll be close but 
I just I just think they'll find a way to get it done. Be a good game. I think it'll yeah. be a good game. Uh, Carlton GWS at Etihad. That'll be GWS. We don't need to bother. Yep. Uh, Melbourne Gold Coast at the MCG. That'll be Melbourne. And uh, the Western Derby. Uh, Eagles versus Frio. That'll be Eagles. That'll be Eagles. <laughs> That's a pretty boring Sunday, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Unless you're one of those teams fans, then you could see a nice little bloodbath, a bit of pep in your step. Well, I mean, Carlton don't expect to win, and there's no GWS fans. Uh, yep, Melbourne true. fans, enjoy that. And yeah. West Coast. Sunday is your day. That'll do us. Oh, I think this might be the first um, Ben uh, Ross Glendinning Ben Allen medal. Right. Um, they've 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 come they've to an agreement. Come to a treaty. Right. That's right. Um, Fife and Sandlands are both still a couple of weeks away. They'll come back for the final round. Why, why even bother? Yeah. Oh, they'll come back for their finals run. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know why they're going to play round twenty three. What a waste of time. Um. All right. That'll do us for this round. Yeah. Good luck. Peace.